welcome to St. John's Episcopal Church Hour. We are pleased that you have tuned into our broadcast and invite you to listen each Sunday at this time to worship with us. We are located at number 27 King Street, Christian Step, St. Croix. Please call us at 340-778-8221 or email us at stjecstx at vipowernet.net. You can also hear this broadcast at our Facebook page at St. John's Episcopal Church, VI. We trust that today's service will be a blessing to you. Blessed Lord, we worship you for the grace to gather in your presence today. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. In this service, come and manifest your presence. According to your word, every good and perfect thing comes from above, from your throne, O Lord. Give us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. Amen. A very blessed 13th Sunday after Pentecost to you this morning as we worship here in this space or live stream on Facebook from St. John's Episcopal Church, VI, in the Diocese of the Virgin Islands. The readings for today are from Proper 16b. We invite you to join us on next Sunday, August 29th, as we celebrate the 14th Sunday of Pentecost. And the readings will be for Proper 17b. We now continue as we say the church's mission statement. As disciples of God, we at St. John's Episcopal Church are called to restore all people in unity through Christ, embracing justice, peace, and love. Our act of worship will now continue with the ancient hymn, hymn number 561, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus.
God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Let us confess our sins to God. Please sit. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. The Jubilate. Together, be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Notice the Lord is, he himself has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. We now stand and sing the metrical Psalm 84, sung to Hosanna, loud Hosanna, the little children sang.
Please sit. A reading from the Word of God, reading in 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 1, 6, 10 to 11, 22 to 30, 41 to 43. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the leaders of the ancestral houses of the Israelites, before King Solomon in Jerusalem to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. Then the priests brought the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to its place in the inner sanctuary of the house, in the most holy place, underneath the wings of the cherubim. And when the priests came out of the holy place, a cloud filled the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands to heaven. He said, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven, above or on earth beneath, keeping covenant and steadfast love for your servants who walk before you with all their hearts. The covenant that you kept for your servant, my father, David, as you declared to him, you promise with your mouth and have this day fulfilled with your hand. Therefore, O Lord, God of Israel, keep for your servant, my father, David, that which you promise him, saying, there shall never fail you a successor before me to sit on the throne of Israel. If only your children look to their way, to walk before me as you have walked before me. Therefore, O God of Israel, let your word be confirmed, which you promised to your servant, my father David. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Even heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you, much less this house that I have built. Have regard to your servant's prayer and his plea. O Lord, my God, heeding the cry and the prayer that your servant prays to you today, that your eyes may be open night and day towards this house, the place of which you said, my name shall be there, that you may hear the prayer that your servant prays towards this place. Hear the plea of your servants and of your people Israel when they pray towards this place. O here in heaven, your dwelling place, Heed and forgive. Likewise, when a foreigner who is not of your people Israel comes from a distant land because of your name, for they shall hear of your great name, your mighty hand and your outstretched arm. When a foreigner comes and prays towards this house, then hear in heaven your dwelling place and do according to all that the foreigner calls to you, so that all the peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you as do your people Israel, also that they may know that your name has been invoked on this house that I have built. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Please stand. Canticle 16, the song of Zechariah. Together, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, 
He promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins and the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Please sit. A reading from the Word of God written in Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 10 to 20. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood or flesh, but against the rulers against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything to stand firm. Stand, therefore, and fasten the belt of truth around your waist, and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times, in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me, so that when I speak, a message may be given to me to make known with boldness the misery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it boldly as I must speak. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Canticle 20, glory to God, together, glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. 
A reading from the Word of God, written in the Gospel according to John, chapter 6, verses 56 to 69. Jesus said, Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate and they died. But the one who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in a synagogue at Capernaum. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But among you there are some who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who were the ones that did not believe and who was the one that would betray him. And he said, for this reason, I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by the Father. Because of this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Canticle 21, you are God. Together, you are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father, all creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, Cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white robe army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not shun the virgin's womb, you overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your service to glory everlasting. The Apostles' Creed. Please stand. I believe in God, 
the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hear our cry, O God. And listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Please sit. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us on a time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Help us, O God, our Savior. Look upon your congregation. Declare your glory among the nations. Do not let the oppressed be shamed and turned away. Continue your loving kindness to those who know you. Satisfy us by your loving kindness in the morning. The collect of the day for the 13th Sunday after Pentecost, Proverbs 16b. Almighty God, grant, O merciful God, that your church, being gathered together in unity by your Holy Spirit, may show forth your power among all peoples to the glory of your name, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Almighty and everlasting God, who gave to your apostle Bartholomew grace truly to believe and to preach your word, Grant that your church may love what he believed and preach what he taught. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. O God, our King, by the resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, on the first day of the week, you conquered sin, put death to flight, and gave us the hope of everlasting life. Redeem all our days by this victory. Forgive our sins. Banish our fears. Make us bold to praise you and to do your will, and seal us to wait for the consummation of your kingdom on the last great day. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, send now upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge the life giving spirit of your grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel through Jesus Christ our Lord. O Almighty God, 
who in your wrath sent a plague upon your people in the wilderness for their obstinate rebellion against Moses and Aaron. And also in the time of King David, sent a plague of pestilence which killed 70,000. But remembering your mercy, spare the rest. Have pity upon us, miserable sinners, who now are visited with great sickness and mortality. And in the same way that you then accepted an alternate and commanded the destroying angel to cease from punishing. So it may now please you to withdraw from us the plague and grievous sickness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, most loving Father, you will us to give thanks for all things, to dread nothing but the loss of you, and to cast all our care on the one who cares for us. Preserve us from faithless fears and worldly anxieties, and grant that no clouds of this mortal life may hide from us the light of that love which is immortal, and which you have manifested unto us in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In a world cycle of prayer, we pray for the people of the El Salvador. In the Anglican cycle of prayer, we pray for the Anglican Church of South America. In the ecumenical cycle of prayer, we pray for the members of the American Unitarian Conference. Lord God, may your people be a crown of beauty and a royal diadem in your hand as they pray in faith for presiding bishop, the most reverend Michael Bruce Curry, for our retired bishop, right reverend Edward Ambrose Gums, the ecclesiastical authority, the standing committee, and for all clergy and laity in the diocese of the Radiant Islands. Almighty healing God, your blessed risen and ascended Son, Jesus Christ, went about doing good and healing all manner of sickness and disease among the people. Continue in our hospitals and research centers his gracious work among us, especially those ministering to people affected by the novel coronavirus. Console and heal the sick. Grant to the researchers, physicians, nurses, all healthcare providers, their assisting staff, wisdom and skill, diligence and patience, prosper their work. Healing Lord God, and send now your blessings upon all who serve the suffering and are searching for relief as the COVID-19 virus is on the rise again. Today we pray for those who are ill and recovering from any form of illness. Colonel John, Father Gregory, Reverend Katian, Hollis, Chris, Corinne, Bernard and Monica, Sister Shreka, Azija, Victor, John, Cyril, Sandra, Pablo, Janet, Janice, Joanne, Phyllis, Christopher, Ruth, Albert, Dorothy, David, Omari, Douglas, Albert, Clement, and Loretta, Violet, Yulina, John, and for all who call upon the church at this time for prayers, that their weakness may be banished and their strength restored, and that their health being renewed, they may bless your holy name. We pray this through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. We now say the prayer during the hurricane season. Together, Almighty and everlasting God, Lord of heaven and earth, grant unto us your supply and people 
protection against hurricanes, earthquakes, tsunamis, and other calamities, that in tranquility of weather we may rejoice in the comfort we desire and may always make right use of your bountiful good. Today we pray especially for the people of Haiti and they recover from decent devastations. We pray this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. We hold up before this morning our church here of St. John's and all of its partners, for those who elected to serve on the ministry and as delegates to convention, for those on various committees and ministries, for those who support our mission and ministry as we prepare to celebrate 261 years in this community, for those working on various aspects of the Bell Tower restoration. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your spirit upon all flesh, enhancing the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Eternal Lord God, you hold all souls in life. Give to your whole church in paradise and on earth your light and peace. And grant that we, following the good example of those who have served you here and are now at rest, may at last enter with them into your unending joy. Today we remember the deceased Randolph Adolphus Thomas and Alfred Christian O'Reilly. We pray for those we love but see no longer in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Please stand as we sing hymn number 205, Trust and Obey.
May your truths rule in my heart and be in my mind and on my lips today. May I reflect the gospel in my words and actions, that through me, others may be drawn one step closer to you. Amen. Please sit. My initial thought was to come out fully dressed as a football player or a baseball catcher or even a firefighter. But I didn't want you to think that I have lost my mind. I want to bring to your attention the need of those people to wear certain garments or equipment to protect themselves from any unintentional danger that may be faced with. As some will say, they must arm themselves against danger. The dictionary defines arm as being equipped with or carrying a weapon or weapons. The weapons the catcher and the firefighter carry are the equipment needed to protect themselves while they perform their job. The songwriter states, put on the gospel armor and watching unto prayer when duty calls or danger be never wanting there. As Christians, just like athletes and professional working people, we too must be armed to protect ourselves. Protect ourselves from what you may ask, from the evil and sin that surround us daily. Even now, as we are here in the house of the Lord, Satan is trying to find a way to tempt us to do evil and stray from our righteous ways. But my brothers and sisters, we only need to heed to the teachings of Paul, which he shares in Ephesians. In chapters four to six of Ephesians, Paul tells us to walk Worthily of the call with which you were called, chapter 4, verse 1. In doing so, as Christians, we are encouraged to be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new man. Speak truth, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, outcry, and slander be put away. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, be filled with the spirit, even the family are given instruction in God's calling, whereby wives are to be subject to their husbands, and husbands to love their wives, even as Christ loved this church. And children are to obey their parents. Then in verses 10 to 20 of Ephesians 6, Paul adds to put on the whole armor of God in the spirit, is the spiritual resources to address real life issues. We live in a world where the spiritual forces of wickedness dominate our lives and our culture reflects their influence. The, the pandemic we are experiencing currently is one example of forces of wickedness that affects our lives. We are now subject to various protocols to protect ourselves and loved ones. Although there are some who have spoken out against the protocols, because of reasons of their own, which is okay, because everyone is entitled to their own choice. Living as godly people in an ungodly world poses a whole host of problems. Daily, we are faced with good and bad. So we must be able to discern the good from the bad, even when we are giving advice. Medically, as patients, when our doctor gives us a diagnosis to a problem, we usually say, I'll get back to you on that, or I need to get a second opinion. Because we are discerning the situation to understand what is best for us. 
verses 10 to 20 tells us how to protect ourselves, how to establish a solid defense. They tell us how to live a godly life and serve God well in a spiritually challenging world. What kind of protection does the Bible say that we need? Therefore, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having the utility belt of truth buckled around your waist and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having fitted your feet with the preparation of the good news of peace. Above all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Therefore, put on the whole armor of God. Partial armor will leave us dangerously vulnerable. Just imagine a football player taking a playing field without the protective gears, or your firefighter going to put out a fire and not wearing the proper clothing. Both placing themselves in dangerous situations. The same as Christians if we are not properly armed. We must be ready to stand, to endure, or to sustain our battles. We put on the whole armor of God because that is an important part of our spiritual clothing which protects us from Satan's evil plans to hurt us so that we may be able to withstand in an evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having a utility belt of truth buckled around your waist. Our belt of truth is necessary to protect us against the deceptions of Satan. The greater truth is Jesus, the way of truth, and the life. John 14, verse 6. Jesus promised, if you remain in my word, then you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. John chapter 8, verses 31 to 32. If we will hold on to the truth that Jesus is Lord, we will always win. And having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Paul takes this from Isaiah chapter 59, verse 17, which says, He put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head, which simply means to do the right thing, be honest and blameless in the way you live. Through righteousness comes through Jesus. And having fitted your feet with a preparation of the good news of peace, Paul is telling us that we need to prepare ourselves for encounters with wickedness, confusion in our lives, and worrying. And the way to prepare ourselves is through the good news of peace. Paul says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Romans 8, verse 31. In other words, if God is for us, who cares who might be against us? Or, if God is for us, what does it matter who might be against us? Paul points it that a close relationship with God confers on a believer a confidence that cannot be shaken by any opponents or any danger. It would be appropriate to call that state of mind peace. Above all, taking up the shield of faith. Seeds of doubt may be planted in our hearts and minds, but those seeds of doubt can never take root if we have faith in Jesus. Christian faith gains its maximum value when joined to the faith of fellow Christians. 
Our faith reaches its peak strength as we worship and pray together as a community of faith. I take the helmet of salvation. Paul quotes Isaiah chapter 59, verse 17. He put a helmet of salvation on his head. Satan tries to strike a triumph blow to our spiritual heads by causing us to doubt God, to doubt our salvation, to doubt that God has forgiven us, to doubt that God answers prayer, to doubt that God cares, to doubt even that God exists. Once Satan succeeds in planning a doubt, he then prides and persuades and entices and coaxes to see if he can use that opening strategy to bring about the collapse of the whole structure of our faith. God has assured our salvation, and that assurance will protect us from Satan's hammer blows to the head. If we simply believe God's promises, he promises that those who wait for the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Isaiah 40, verse 31. Jesus promised, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives, give I to you. Don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be fearful. John chapter 14, verse 27. John promised, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it is not yet revealed what we will be. But we know that when he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him just as he is. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. Satan is always trying to sow doubts, so we need to be on guard to strengthen our faith. And the word of, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The Christian sword is the word of God, the scriptures inspired by the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, he cited scripture to refute each temptation. When tempted to make stones into bread, Jesus quoted, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Matthew chapter four, verse four. When tempted to throw himself from the pinnacle of the temple, relying on angels to save him, Jesus quoted, again, it is written, you shall not test the Lord your God. Matthew chapter four, verse seven. When a devil offered to give Jesus the whole world, if Jesus will fall along and worship him, Jesus quoted, get behind me, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and you shall serve him only. Matthew chapter 4, verse 10. Jesus was able to use the word of God, the scriptures, to defend himself against Satan's best efforts because Jesus knew the scriptures using the sword of the spirit. He was able to take the offensive not only to deflect Satan's stabs, but also to strike blows of his own blows that proved decisive. In like manner, we can use the word of God defensively to defeat every temptation. We need to take our spiritual health as seriously as we take our physical health. Just as we exercise regularly to keep ourselves physically healthy, also establish a program to keep ourselves spiritually healthy. We can do this by reading our Bible daily. The Bible, God's holy word, is a powerful weapon against evil. Just as some athletes and professional workers need protective equipment, 
Christians need all the protection God has given us. Remember, Satan cannot harm us when we put on the full armor of God. Thank you, God, for the protection that you have given us against the evils of this world and Satan's plans to harm us. Help us to always remember to put on every piece of your armor. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we ask you to help us to be strong in you today and in the power of your might. Today, we need your armor that you have prepared for us so that we can stand against all that Satan will throw our way. We pray that we will stand with your truths girded around our waist. We put on the breastplate of righteousness for your name's sake. We pray that our feet will be cloaked with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And we take the shield of faith so that all the fiery darts of the wicked one will be quenched. We take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit, which is your word, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Please stand. I appeal to you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. The Officery Hymn from the CPWI, number 379, Praise Him, Praise Him.
Please sit. Blessed good morning to all, including our internet listeners via Facebook and via our radio broadcast. Let God guide you with his son's Holy Spirit as he feeds you with heavenly food. On behalf of the priest in charge, our vestry and the congregation, welcome. And we pray that our ministry today has been a blessing to you and your families and your households. A very blessed 12th Sunday of Pentecost. Thank you, Mr. Shara Gums, our worship leader for today. I want to say that uh, the Shara's delivery was very timely, and I'm sure that many of you can relate to her message and put it to good use in our lives. So as we continue to pray for the Shara as she works um, in this part of God's vineyard, and pray for her family as well. Thank you very much, Ms. Gums. Um, just a note that I'd like to add here, we found out yesterday that um, New York is under hurricane warning, and I know many of us here in the Virgin Islands have relatives in New York, um, and there are other surrounding states that will also be impacted, so continue to pray for New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, and its people. Keep them in our prayers. Um, we, we know firsthand what hurricanes can do, and yesterday on the news, um, the governor of New York was indicating that it's probably going to be as bad as a super sandy storm of New Jersey a few years ago. So please um, remember to keep, and if you haven't reached out to your relatives in these parts, please get in touch with them. You could share some um, vital information with them. All right. um, today we offer condolences to the family of the late Randolph Adolphus Thomas, whose funeral service will be held on Friday, this coming Friday, August 27, 2021, here at St. John's. There will be no viewing in the church at this time. Tributes will begin at 9 a.m., and the service will follow at 10 a.m. Our condolences go out also to the family of the late Alfred O'Reilly, whose funeral service will be held on Friday, September 3rd, 2021, here at St. John's. Also, there will be no viewing in the church, and the tributes will also begin at 9 a.m., and the service to follow at 10. We now continue with our prayer of self-dedication. Together, Almighty and Eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you, and then use us. We pray you as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Sisters and brothers, the worship has ended. Now the service begins. Go forth into the world, proclaiming the good news that Christ is alive. Let us bless the Lord. Thank you for listening to the St. John's Episcopal Church Hour. Every Sunday, we get together for worship at 8.30 a.m. 
Our church is located at number 27 King Street, Christian Set, St. Croix. Come visit with us. We welcome you to our services. For more information, call us at 340-778-8221 or email us at stjecstx at vipowernet.net. You can also hear this broadcast at our Facebook page at St. John's Episcopal Church, VI. Have a blessed day.